the sensitive man. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Sensitive Man podcast. I'm Sam Lim and on this episode you'll hear from Jerome Awasti, one of Singapore's leading fashion stylists and fashion show producers. Jerome will be offering some relevant fashion tips for you in this new normal. I saw a range of interesting fabric ones from them. Uh even like some simple designers like Jinzi Studios or Sabrina Go. Although it's sort of like marketed to women, I think men can also wear them. So they have a kind of a design influence. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people are still investing in their luxury bags, luxury shoes. The rest of the fashion industry I think is catering towards like I said a loungewear mm-hmm. kind of a design or streetwear sensibility. I think they are just trying to change themselves to what is the current needs of the people and then they are just adjusting their designs. The voice of Jerome Awasti. Jerome has produced shows for the Singapore Fashion Festival, Audi Fashion Festival and Blueprint. He has worked with international brands such as Dior, Roberto Cavalli and Magella for their fashion presentations. Well, why not hear from a sought-after stylist on what's in trend, how to look great on social media as well as where to get nice fashion today. So are you ready? Let's get into the interview with my special guest Jerome Awasti. You're listening to the sensitive man. I'm Simon Lim. Hi Jerome, welcome to my show. Hi Simon, it's been a while. Yes, and Jerome, you know the COVID-19 pandemic has changed people's lives, including how people dress since many people worked from home last year and have only returned to working in the office in the second and third quarter of this year. So, what have you noticed amongst your friends or fashion industry contacts? I think a lot of people are seeking out uh athleisure or utilitarian wear and lounge comfort. That seems to be the direction or the style preference for this time and uh, Uh, also a lot of brands are also showing more items which have a more streetwear wearability and also trends are getting lesser and less formal mm. as opposed to pre-covid times i think people have become so accustomed to dressing in a very relaxed style yes and do you think face masks for protection against covid-19 has become the most essential accessory for people um i think face masks are kind of the only accessories that are selling really well at the okay. moment because it's a necessity uh-huh. uh, but they also have a huge range of styles that range from different types of fabrics, mm. different types of prints, different types of materials. So it really caters to everybody's different needs. So I don't think there is like one face mask for everyone, but mm-hmm. if you do want to play with it, I think it's good to have a, a variety so mm. you can match them to your different wardrobe uh, staples. For men, right? What are the essential colors to mix and match, you know, in terms of colors and design? Uh I think first of all you have to take a look at your wardrobe and see what your primary colors are from your wardrobe like a lot of people will stick to black some will like olive some will like blue if not you can do with prints mm-hmm. yeah so I think it's really really depends on what your favorite color is and what your wardrobe is like. I see a and lot of like floral designs in the market mostly for women but it's hard to find like plain designs for men. Uh they have floral designs for men as well. Uh I just saw some at cyctailor.com. Oh. Um CYC is a menswear bespoke suit tailor. I saw a range of interesting fabric ones from them. Uh even like some simple designers like Jinzi Studios or Sabrina mm. Go. 
although it's sort of like marketed to women, I think men can also wear them. So they have a kind of a design influence. Mm-hmm. So a bit unisex, right? In terms of yes. the application. Yes, you just need to find the right size. And if it's women, right? If they want masks that are more versatile, because women have all kinds of clothings, right? What's your advice to match their masks with their clothes? Um, first of all, also take a look at their wardrobe and see what they have. And then also the style of the print, um, also the occasion that they're wearing it to. Uh, then they can just pick. Some people, they like pop up. The masks have become a reflection of their personal style. Mm-hmm. So some people, they don't want just very traditional, normal surgical ones, or they will layer it with a fashion one on top of it. So they wear like double the layer. Is there a certain rule, for example, like if you're wearing something printed, then you go with a plain mask, no prints? Or <sighs> can you go like, you know, printed mask and also printed top and pants? I think it really depends on the person. I think if you are a maximalist, you just want to throw print on top of print. (laughs) And that's a reflection of your style. But if you are a minimalist, then Mm. you want to have everything that's a little bit more cohesive, like all the colors will match. Mm. It really depends on your personal style and where you're wearing it to and which occasion. You're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm Simon Lim. Jerome, I've noticed more people walking about town and in the heartlands in active wear. And with more people doing home workouts or exercising outdoors, what are some of the nicer active wear that one can find online or in store? Um, I think a lot of people, they get their active wear now from Decathlon. Apart from your Adidas, Puma, Nike, Under Armour. Mm. And also uh, online shops uh, such as Rigora and ASOS. They also offer a range of uh, active wear that are suitable. I actually like ASOS collection. They are more fun, mm. or at least they are something more distinctive rather than your traditional brands. I find that the recent buys in the shops have become more conservative. So sometimes like places like ASOS, they offer different variety of different styles. So it's mm-hmm. easy for you to not just become one of the messes. ASOS as in A-S-O-S? Yes, correct. Now, these days, social media plays such a big role in showcasing who we are. People want to look good for the Instagram and Facebook photos. So, Jerome, what's your advice if a man wishes to look more fashionable for his IG or Facebook photos? I think they have to groom themselves first, properly. <laughs> okay, so good I think haircut. <laughs> yes, a good haircut a good uh, trimmed beard, well-managed beard. Mm-hmm. A lot of people since working from home, they have sort of like forgotten grooming. Mm. So I think just to look good for the gram or even for TikTok, first of all, your grooming should be on point. And after that, then just see what kind of social media posts you want to do mm-hmm. and then just style accordingly. Is there a particular look that's really in trend right now? Because I've heard like there's this thing called the rugged classic gentleman look. I don't think that will ever get out of trend. I think the kind of trend now is a lot of people like to do the before and after. Mm -hmm. They will start off with a very casual wear and then it will just switch or transform into a more stylish outfit. Mm -hmm. I think that's more for TikTok though. Is it alright to wear, let's say, a suit on the upper portion of the body and then you team it up with, let's say, Bermudas? Is that alright? It's it's formal Bermudas, I think it's okay. But it depends on the fabric also. Denim and classic jackets and shirts are very stylish. It really depends on where you want to wear it to. Okay, the only thing that is weird is if you pair off something very formal on top and then you pair it off with like track pants or gym shorts. Mm. You know? Yeah. So then that totally like, mm, okay, I don't get that. 
but certain brands are kind of showing it on the runway. So what do I know? <laughs> well, thank you very much for sharing what you know. I think it's uh, good to know from a stylist and show producer's point of view as well. Thank you. Now, uh-huh. Jerome, do you think that for Instagrammable photos, less is more? Or do you think layering your clothes and accessorizing is a good idea? So what are your thoughts? I think with COVID, I think Instagram is probably one of the few chances that you get to air your wardrobe staples mm. and bring them out of closet. So I think for me, it's more is more. You know, if you just want to pile on, just pile on. That would be the way to make an impression. Mm-hmm. But it also depends on your personal style. Like mm-hmm. some people are maximalist and some people are minimalist. So it really depends. Especially if you have air conditioning at home. <laughs> you yes, can pile yes. on more, right? And layer. Yes. <laughs> After all, you're just taking photos from home as well. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm Simon Lim. Okay, let's talk about social media photos. Most people use filters, but to save time on editing, in other words, without relying on camera editing, what fashion styling advice would you have for, let's say, someone who wishes to create the illusion that he or she is taller and slimmer? I think it depends on the pose and the sitting position or what pose you are Mm -hmm. taking on. Um, Sometimes it's good to just pull back the fabrics or tuck it in Mm. so that it's not seen, so that you have the illusion that you are smaller. Fitted always makes you look longer. Mm -hmm. Baggy somehow always makes you look larger. So if you're doing a seated pose, try to just get fitted clothes. And if Mm -hmm. you're doing a standing pose, it's okay to do baggier clothes. Um, And also sometimes some people like a bit of flow so that there's a kind of a movement in the picture, so that you can pick your items accordingly. Should your pants, right, uh, be of the same colour as your shoes, so that they look, uh, you know, exactly the same, and gives the illusion that, you know, you've got, like, longer legs? Or is it okay to wear, like, um, white shoes with, let's say, dark jeans? White sneakers are staple for everyone's wardrobe, so I think that is okay. A lot of people kind of like to put on coloured socks these days. Oh, to interesting. Break up the, to break up the space or they just go angleless so that it doesn't look... I think for picture, you kind of don't want everything to join the one piece. You kind of want to have a bit of a separation just to see where your feet is, your leg is. Yep. So wear like coloured socks, but you would roll up the uh, pants a bit more? Correct. So you can see those coloured socks, right? Yeah, yeah. It really depends on what you're showcasing. If you're showcasing shoes or socks, that would be one way to go. If you're doing like a close-up face picture, then I think maybe just to neaten the tie, just to elongate or just to button up. One tip, if there's a button, we kind of just want to button it up to clean it up, yeah. Jerome, COVID-19 restrictions have changed the way we socialise. So let's talk about social visits. What changes have you noticed in dressing for social visits among friends and family? Apart from wearing masks to the person's place, I think a lot of people are just wearing very simple things mm-hmm. or loungewear because I don't think they plan to go anywhere else mm-hmm. apart from just visiting friends. And also I've noticed some people have started to do a bit of like team parties. So they were like, I think for National Day, they'll probably all wear red. 
or if they have like a birthday party, they'll have like among the five or six people, they have a, like a 80s theme or like a kind of a thematic. It's just to create fun and make it interesting in these kind of new normal times. I've actually seen someone post a photo of uh, their group dressed in Hawaiian style, imagining oh. they're on holiday. I think that's fun. I had a friend who is dressed like an American diner style, so kind of like a 60s. Oh, wow, they, yeah, that's fun. Serving milkshakes and cakes. Oh, cool. <laughs> Very fun. And there are so many fashion styles these days. You know, in Singapore, plenty of people love to follow South Korean fashion or K-pop fashion. Due to COVID-19 restrictions, people are shopping online. So, Jerome, what are some good fashion stores or boutiques in Korea, let's say for men, that are worth checking out online? A few of my favourite Korean brands are like uh, D-G-N-A-K mm-hmm. by Kang It's pronounced as Dignak. Um, Junjae, Wu Yongmi, Blindness, and Mindbridge and Basic House. So these are a few of the brands that I've noticed over the years. I think uh, Mindbridge and Basic House used to be at Robinson's, but now since uh, Robinson's is no longer a physical store, I think they've gone e-commerce. I think uh, if you want to check out their stuff, they have an e-commerce site. Mm-hmm. In Singapore, we have a brand called H-Connect. It's over at Bookies. Mm-hmm. It's they house uh, Korean styles both men and women. And I think they have quite interesting styles and the price point is okay. Mm. Another shop to check out is uh, Sex Shop, S-C-E-T-S-H-O-P, opened by the designers from Depression, the Singapore label. Then they house a few interesting uh, Korean designers. That yes. should be very cool because I've heard of Depression, of course. Yes. And you've got to give and me also, the links later so that I can actually include it in the text portion of this podcast. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, there's also another shop called Society A. Uh, they actually house regional Asian designers, but they cater more to women's wear. So if you're a woman and you want to support some of the Asian designers, you can check them out. Well, I do have female listeners who tune into this podcast. The Sensitive Man. And Jerome, are there other interesting online stores from other countries like, let's say, Japan or Thailand that you've noticed and are worth exploring? I have noticed them, but my problem is I find it difficult to navigate their website because of the language. Ah, yes. A lot of them, uh, it's pretty difficult. But if you're looking for a Thai brand, Singapore has this brand called Pomelo, which I think has amazing stuff. Women should check them out. Now let's talk about the business of fashion. In this new normal when the world lives with COVID-19 restrictions, how do you think the fashion industry is adapting and innovating themselves to stay relevant? What have you observed and experienced? Strangely, luxury is still selling like hotcakes. Oh, Yes, um, a lot of people are still investing in their luxury bags, luxury shoes. The rest of the fashion industry, I think, is catering towards, like I said, a loungewear kind mm-hmm. of a design or streetwear sensibility. I think they are just trying to change themselves to what is the current needs of the people. And then they are just adjusting their designs. For Singapore context, do you think that it's Gen Z who are purchasing luxury products? Or do you think that it's still a mix here, right here in Singapore, compared to China? I think it is still a mixture of people. A lot of them, they I think now that they can travel, they have kind of just used what they would have used traveling and spent it on statement bags or shoes or fashion. <laughs> Retail therapy on home ground. Yes. 
And Jerome, will we be seeing more virtual fashion shows? I mean, are brands getting fashion stylists or fashion show producers involved to help market their fashion in this new age? They are trying to do more virtual kind of presentations. Mm. I think it is still on the rise, but it is also very new. So Mm. um, I think a lot of them are taking it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. But nothing really beats life. So I think we're just waiting to see when things will get back on track and start renew uh, life events again. And if there's a dream wish for the fashion industry to band together to give retail a boost, what's the wild dream you think? I think the wild dream is to put everyone's ego aside and just work. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, you know, the fashion industry has a lot of people who can work together or cannot work together or cannot stand one another. So, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of divas and a lot of egos mm-hmm. within the industry itself. So to put everyone's ego aside and just band together and work together, that would be the wild dream. You're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm Simon Lim. And Jerome, what are two must-have fashionable items that you think befits today's generation living in these COVID-19 times? I think one of it is definitely the face mask. And the other one, I think, is good for a guy to invest in a small bag so that he can put all his necessities and throw everything into one bag. A small bag, yeah. Makes you more disciplined as well, not to carry a big bag. Yes. And what's one quote that you firmly believe in, Jerome? Um, this quote was told to me by a dear friend, something I live on that I live by. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not afraid to go down on your hands and feet, you will always be able to survive. Thank you so much for sharing this with us here on the Sensitive Man podcast, Jerome. Thank you so much, Simon. And I wish you all the best, okay? Thank you, Simon. The voice of Jerome Awasti, one of Singapore's leading fashion stylists and fashion show producers. Jerome has even styled Lady Gaga, top mill model Marcus Schenkenberg, actor Henry Golding, actresses Christy Chung and Michelle Ray, as well as Singapore stars Zoe Tay, Rebecca Lim, Sean Chen, Li Nansing and Huang Piren. Well, I certainly hope you enjoyed my podcast today and learned something about fashion and retail in this new normal. And I did ask Jerome if my friends were to have a job interview on Zoom or be on a video call for a meeting, should they wear casual clothes like a t-shirt or formal office wear? Jerome had said that it depends on the field of work. He advised that during interviews, dressing up will always leave a better impression than dressing down. With the Zoom meetings, Jerome said throwing on a blazer or jacket or adding a tie to a shirt will always add a touch of sophistication. He also said that you can afford to combine more colours if you're in the creative field. Well, I agree with Jerome that it's always wise to dress well and to dress smart since you never know who you'll meet. In the words of Herbert Harold Freeland, Clothes don't make the man, but clothes have gotten many men a good job. Unquote. This is Simon Lim and thanks for listening to The Sensitive Man Podcast. The Sensitive Man The Sensitive Man is a production of SPH Radio. I'm Simon Lim, your host and producer for this podcast. Special thanks to Joseph McDade for the music. You can also find this show on iTunes, Google Podcast, and streaming on Google Home. And now you can listen to The Sensitive Man podcast on audio, A-W-E-D-I-O for audio. Visit audio.sg.